You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Just after 4.30, Kimbo on the Roots with you on a Tuesday afternoon. The run home, thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. So close but so far on the weekend. Port Adelaide going down by two points to St Kilda. Some would say controversially. So why not go to the person that should know to find out if it was a goal or not, Roots? Gemma Houghton joins us now. Hello, Gemma. Hello, how are you? <laughs> not bad. Uh, did you kick the winning goal? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. Look, I, I'll probably um, I, I do. I will admit I celebrated because I thought it went in. Um, but as as we've seen, the ASRW posted out um, that they reviewed it, and um, the umpire sort of was. Um, yeah, he was happy with his um, confirmation of of a point, and um, yeah, we just have to trust at the end of the day that um, yeah, the ASL have done the right thing. Uh, did you have any teammates that were really close by that had a definitive opinion? Um, it was interesting, yeah, the, the footage obviously showed even girls on the goal line celebrating and, um, and yeah, it looked, it looked like a goal. But I think, you know, we probably, put, you know, there were probably other things that the game came down to yeah. as well. Um, you know, there is tight situations where sometimes you are winning, um, you know, very close to the siren or even on a siren. So I think we just have, have to be a bit better in making sure that we're not putting ourselves in those positions. Yeah. And when we do get up, we're holding on to that um, lead point. when we have it. Beautiful answer. And I'm sure there's not one AFLW player in the competition, Roots, that would celebrate a goal just to influence the goal umpire. <laughs> hey? <laughs> no, no, you're quite, you're quite right. No, there. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> now, Gemma, it's been, an, well, yeah. it's been a difficult start for you, hasn't it, because of the syndesmosis that put you out mm. for a fair while. But... What's your feel of your decision to move from Fremantle to Port Adelaide? How do you reflect on it at the moment? Yeah, um, I guess, you know, I um, it's, it's my out of the seven seasons, it's the first time I've ever had to have surgery. So um, yeah. it was it was new for me. And, um, you know, two games in, I sort of felt like I had a really good pre-season and, um, you know, was and even up in, until um, before round one, I was set on my decision and I felt comfortable with the move and felt like I'd made the, made the right one. It was just unfortunate with the injury um, that, it, that it happened. But, um, it's, you know, to, to be back out there with the girls um, in such a short amount of time with recovery is mm. um, a credit to the club and, and all those involved to get me back out there on the track. So you've been, let's put it this way, lucky enough to see two inaugural programs begin. You began at Fremantle in 2017. Now you're a start-up with Port. Is there a comparison with how both clubs have gone about setting up their AFLW programs? How do you feel about Fremantle v Port in that aspect? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it, it was probably a difficult situation for um, Fremantle and any other club that was starting up in the first year because no one sort of knew what to expect. And, um, you know, we were all in it together in terms of it being the first 
time of AFLW and um, riding that wave together. Whereas, um, you know, and I love my time at Frio over the six seasons. We had some really, um, you know, times where we struggled to in the first few seasons to get a win. And from 2019 onwards, we played finals. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I enjoyed that time with Fremantle and um, built some amazing friendships that will last forever um, at that club. But um, I think the the really good thing with Port Adelaide is that they've had, you know, the, the six seasons to watch other other teams and how they've gone about it in the competition and really um, prepare well for us. So I, I think in such a short amount of time, with the, sh- the pre-season being shorter and um, obviously the quick turnaround with the season, um, the club have done an amazing job to bring us together, build that connection with a brand new bunch of players all coming together. Um, so I think they were definitely prepared and, sort of different situations, even though it's a normal year for us in the competition. Gemma, I'd love your feedback on this one. Port went out of its way to stress that they wanted women to lead their football program in the AFLW. So you've got Juliet Haslam, Rachel Spawn, Naomi Maidman, and Lauren Arnell, the first AFLW player to become a coach. What what does that mean to you as a player that you've got an AFLW program with, with women who have had successful sporting careers running your campaign? Yeah, it's it's incredible, and and they're amazing um, in individuals in what they've achieved with their sporting, um, you know, achievements in, along their journey, but also, um, you know, as genuine caring people. And we've really felt that, um, you know, all of us girls have really felt that love from them and that support from them. And um, you know, it's just it's amazing because normally as players, you you lean on each other, you know, in those hard times and when you're trying to find your feet in different areas, but. Um, you know, they've all experienced similar things, um, yeah. you know, being a female athlete in a professional environment. So the inside knowledge and, um, you know, the care and connection that they've built with us um, and, like you said, them leading that way for us um, has really helped this program shine. And I know, you know, our, our um, reflection of our season with the one win and one draw doesn't actually reflect mm. um, where we've come from as a group. Definitely. There's been some really good signs. Before we get into round 10, the last game of the season, on a lighter note, how are you finding living in South Australia? Well, it's definitely warming up now, so I'm enjoying it a little bit. <laughs> um, it was definitely different, you know, coming over again, the season changed from, from the summer, um, the last six seasons to this time of year. So it's definitely been colder for me, but I've loved it over here. Um you know, I've I've been fortunate enough um, to have family fly over, and and watch some games here and be a part of, you know, the incredible um, Port, Port Adelaide Army with you know Never Tear Apart <laughs> and home, you know the home game experiences. Um, I've I've seen nothing like it. So um, I've loved it, and not only the club and the players. I feel like the Port Adelaide, Adelaide community have really welcomed me in, and um, I feel like I've been here forever. Yeah, it's mm. the best uh, pre-match entertainment out in footy. There's no doubt about that. Uh, all right, last game of the year. It's a home game at Albert and Oval. It gets underway on Sunday against the Bombers. It's a very winnable way to finish. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, we, we are at home, and we've got that massive advantage, and we've got one of the best um, supporter support base in the competition, I think. So to be at home and, um, you know, I know that the Army, Port Adelaide Army are going to get behind us no matter what and um, hopefully we can finish this season with a win. Gemma, you were described by your teammates or one of your teammates as the most approachable player in Port Adelaide squad. I'm intrigued as to how you found Erin Phillips, particularly the way she's gone about her football this year. 
Yeah, absolutely. She's um she's someone that I I myself find very approachable. Even when I was at Port Adelaide, uh, sorry, not Port Adelaide, at uh, Fremantle, and she was at Crows, um, we would often speak, um, you know, over Instagram or after games when we'd verse each other. And um, she's someone that I've definitely learnt from watching her in the competition, and now mm. being um, under her as our captain, I've just learnt so much from her. And she's uh, she does have a bit of um, uh, humour as well, so she yeah. likes to crack the jokes, and uh, yeah, she's definitely um, yeah someone that I look up but to. Have you, have you seen a change in the way she plays from that dominating AFLW player who set the trend from 2017 to probably the most selfless player you could see on a field at the moment? Oh, absolutely, and you and you see that just in her performance on the weekend. Um, I thought she played an amazing game. Yeah. She, she went into the rough for us. Um, I think she took about three or four one-handed marks. Hmm. Um, and you sort of have to quickly snap out of it when you're watching her because you're in awe of just how she goes about the game and um, her leadership and what she brings. You know, it's it's a, it's an insight that I haven't seen before. Um, you know, being under her now and watching her leadership and how she goes about her pre-game rituals and her performance. Um, so yeah, she's she's definitely um, you know got amazing form still, and um, yeah, I hope she definitely. Uh, Shows that again this weekend, no doubt. Well, Gemma, there's been some really positive signs this season. There hasn't been a lot of W's, but let's hope you finish with one. This Sunday, the game gets underway at 1.10 at the Albert and Oval. Let's hope there's a massive crowd there. We thank you for your time and wish you all the best on Sunday. No way. Thank you both. And open training as well. Oh, Thursday yes. Well done, Rich. That's, I forgot um, that. Lauren Arnell is very keen to get the fans involved. What time? No closed training. 5.45 start, I believe. This Thursday. Thursday. Get down there we and could, We should them. rush down. How quickly? Yeah, we could get there, yeah. Rich. We might miss five minutes. Uh, yeah. How quick has that season gone, that oh, 10 it, weeks? You blinked and it's done. Yeah. Now, now the interesting thing is, Kim, what's it look like in season eight? Do we still have 10 games? Oh. I know it's a big I, debate. This I know. I, 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 it's got to pay its way. It has to be seventeen. Yeah, it's a, an interesting little trigger that Nicole Livingston has to eventually flick. Interesting times. Uh, we are live from Studio Lumo SA. We'll do a, two tw- a T20 World Cup update. Thanks to Host Plus. That's a plus. A little later on, this is Kimba on the route. If you want to get involved, send us a text zero four two seven one five four one double six. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.